no doubt about it, Geek Show listeners have made Grimly's a huge success, and we want to say thank you. So now, until October 15th, if you head on over to Grimly's.com, you can order a custom zombie of anyone. That's you, your Aunt Sadie, your best friend, your dog, we don't care. We just want to see it. We'll give you 25% off. That means any custom Grimly zombie for only $30. We'll even have it ready for you by Halloween. Make sure you stop by Craft Sabbath on Sunday, October 3rd at the Salt Lake County Library. We'll have the Grimly's mobile lab set up, and we'll be making Grimly's right there at the library. That's Sunday, October 3rd at the Maine Salt Lake County Library with Craft Sabbath. And make sure you check us out at Grimleys.com. That's G-R-I-M-M-L-E-I-G-H-S dot com. Try to make it easy on you. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, fine, fine sponsor of the Geek Show Podcast, geekshowpodcast.com. And uh, we're here, I'm here, uh, Carrie, with uh, Jeff and Jimmy. And uh, Jimmy is a big Tron fan. And so we're going to introduce Jimmy to Dr. Volt's comics because of the new Tron comic book coming out. So what you need to do, Jimmy, yes, first of all, go down to Dr. Volt's at 2043 East, 3300 South. Walk up to the front desk and, and say, Geek Show says hey! At which point they'll reply, hey to Geek Show. Now, you don't have to do that to open a hold no. at Dr. Volt's, but it would be nice. Now, uh, you open a hold, it's free. <gasps> they give you a number. And you say, I want all the Tron comics. Yes. Give me, give me, give me, give me. And they'll get them for you. Yes, yes. by hold they mean they hold the comics Mm -hmm. when they come in on Wednesdays that you've ordered. In other uh, places it's called a pull or things like that. But uh, it's it's no charge at Dr. Volt's, which is also a special thing. Dr. Volt's comics also uh, gets in uh, toys, action figures, uh, T-shirts, posters, games, all that stuff. Uh, You know, whatever. Mexican Coke. Yes, and the Mexican Coke is probably the most popular. 2043 East, 3300 South. And you can buy Geek Show T-shirts there. Geek Show says hey to Dr. Volt's comics. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, its management, owners, or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com. Are you all right? (laughs) (laughs) Because Jimmy's drawing. He's drawing wieners and stuff? Yeah. All right. Brand new episode uh, follows this here uh, breaking news. The name of the new episode is called Matt Fraction Needs Your Pogs. I love Pogs. And uh, we will will explain that uh, coming up in a bit. Uh, First of all, to introduce the panel, Jeff Weiss, film critic for The Big Movie Mouth Off on YouTube and... And the whatnot. And the whatnot. (laughs) Coming soon. And, and to, Mediocre Show. To Comcast and Mediocre Show. And and, um, and, a, and a little program you may have called heard of called Radio from Hell. Yes, that one as well. And uh, this Thursday he'll be reviewing uh, a lot of stuff. You can hear Jeff on the radio uh, every Thursday uh, about 9 a.m. Yeah. On my show. If he's caffeinated. Yes, 96.3 <laughs> FM if you're in the area. And if you're not, x96.com. little streaming thing. Jimmy Martin, slugmag.com. Howdy doody. Film critic as well. And... Uh, also, uh, our friend Brian Young, Swankmatron, from BigShinyRobot.com. Hello. And Too Tall Tony is here. I'm in the back. He's, he's here. <laughs> uh, let's uh, get through the, uh, the breaking news, and then we'll get to this new episode called Matt Fraction Needs Your Pogs. Uh, coming up in a moment. Here's a few things that I have uh, found. Uh, the Superman reboot. I guess we ought to talk about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a short list of directors. Some good, some bad. Yeah. Floating about, floating about. Yeah. A, 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 about again, it. according to the usual gadabouts, Nikki Fink and yeah. So yeah. again, it's all rumor. 
I said early on when we started this show that I don't like to report rumor, but I've since changed my mind. Well, sometimes you have to comment because otherwise other people comment who don't know what the mm-hmm. hell they're talking about. Yeah. So again, this is this is just rumor according to Deadline. Um, there's also reports that uh, major announcements involving uh, DC characters coming in the next four weeks. But uh, this is what we know is that Superman producers uh, Chris Nolan and Emma Thomas getting closer. They've got a short list of directors that they are talking to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the picture will be financed by Warner Brothers and Legendary Pictures. On the list, Tony Scott. Younger brother of Ridley Scott. He oh. likes shaky cam. He likes the shaky cam. <laughs> yeah. Will that work with Superman? I no. Wonder. Hmm. Okay. Well, Days of Thunder was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he can make <laughs> Superman can, even more gay. He could get a Tarantino script and true romance it. Yeah. Or man, just, he, he did direct Top Gun. Just add he some, did. add some extra volleyball into oh, it. Superman with Kenny Loggins songs. Yes. <laughs> That's right, Goose. Can you read my mind with Kenny Loggins? All right, uh, Matt Reeves. Uh, the director of the uh, remake of... Uh, Let of the... Let the Right One In called yeah. Let Me In. He Let also in. directed Cloverfield. Another shaky cam guy. But n- not but. in not in Let Me In. Not Jimmy in and I no. have seen Let Me In. Yeah. Can you... Can, can you uh, it's good. It's good? It's good. Really? Shut up, people. Stop crying. <laughs> so the naysayers are, who are all freaked out. Yeah. No, good acting. Uh, the only problem I have is unnecessary Some CGI. CGI. That's my only problem. Yeah. Re- really? Okay. Re- remember spidery jumping zombies in uh, I Am Legend? Yeah. It's what ruined that film, and that's the only negative yeah. thing about this film. Spidery jumping vampires and let me in. The ones that, like, turn their heads around and Might crawl as well. on the ceiling. And... I just don't need you to run up on the ceiling to attack somebody. Especially just... when it looks like that fake. Yeah, just okay. jump on them. So, Tony Scott, that might be a good thing, then. All right. Matt Reeves, mm-hmm. who's currently doing Battle Los Angeles, I think. No, that's no, another Matt guy. Reeves is the no, Cloverfield. Yeah, Cloverfield. Yeah, let me in Matt back. Reeves. Jonathan Liebsman. Oh, yes. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake. Uh, but he is apparently Battlefield committed. looks good, though. Yeah, but he's also apparently committed to Clash of the Titans 2. <sighs> so I don't think he'll be our guy. Duncan he, Jones, who was moon. David Bowie's kid. Yeah. He did Moon. He did Moon. Moon. Yes, which he, he's uh, just directed Source Code and, yeah. And, uh... and 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 don't get me wrong, I liked Moon. It's a theater play with special effects. See, that's yeah. what I was wondering. Uh, I, was, uh, you know, he, he hasn't shown me that he can make a big yeah, he's studio a, movie he's yet. He's not made many movies, but here's what has happened with his Twitter. As we all know, that's the, oh, that's it's blowing the, up? That's the news <laughs> of the future. From his Twitter, about Superman, I'm going to say something really cheesy. Can't talk about it. But an honor to be on the list. Interesting times. That tweet has since been deleted. Huh. I hate the phrase "can't talk about it." Yeah, yeah exactly. That 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 means I really want it, but I probably won't get it. <laughs> yep. I like um, the uh, the early rumors, and I don't think he's on this list. But that Jonathan Nolan, Christopher Nolan's brother, who's writing the screenplay, was going to have a, a crack at directing. He is not on the list. That sounds like a bad idea to me, though. I think Christopher would have way too much influence on it. Nepotism. Yeah. yeah I don't. I don't mind nepotism. <laughs> the, uh, or not nepotism, but influence from Christopher Nolan, though. The, not, the, not for Superman. The yeah. last one on the list is Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. Who has pulled off a big superhero movie in Watchmen? And, uh-huh. and he is and... coming off a big bust in Legend of the Guardians. Oh, Bombed really? over the weekend. Bombed. Bombed. But how yeah. is it? 
I liked it. It's well animated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it actually got ruined by Hollywood putting... Uh, he's got this great flow of, of, of more mature uh, animated family film. Mm-hmm. And then they had this unnecessary montage with pop music. Yep. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and again, Death Cab for Cutie dies. And yeah. it does rip off Star Wars and Lion King and... Lord of the Rings. And Lord of the Rings. All right. Well, this uh, new Superman movie will be made... Because uh, Warner Brothers doesn't want to lose the rights to the character. Because if they don't start moving on a project, they lose the rights. Uh, so uh, it will be, uh, it will be uh, made. Yes. Well, so, well, and, and, and Shannon will cry. And and, spe- <laughs> and speaking of the DC superhero things, uh, yes. last week DC and Warner's announced what they were doing as far as the media holdings. I wanted to ask you about uh, that. New York. New York is where the comics are. West Coast is where the movies is going to be. They're opening up a movie. Yeah. And and one of the people who's in charge apparently made a lot of DC fans mad when he said, yeah, remember what Marvel did, stringing all their movies and universes together? We're not going to do that. Mm. Which, which that's, that's just unfortunate. It, 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 it's a stupid idea, uh, admittedly, but the truth to the matter is they gave... Uh, they gave Jonathan Nolan or uh, Chris Nolan way too much power with Batman, and he can squash anything they want to do as far oh. as making <laughs> making multiple universes fold into each other. So DC apparently has been re- really pushing to try and get some sort of synergy with the Green Lantern movie, like get a Superman cameo or yeah. something like that in there. And apparently Nolan's like, no. Well, I heard no. Chris Nolan like when the first Batman movie was going around, like they they were there were discussions about Batman on TV, some stuff like that, and he was just like, no, yeah. nobody's doing Batman in any way, shape, or form while I'm doing this. Mm. Period. Go away. And 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 you shouldn't. I don't think you should close the door on something like that. I mean, just like just like DC always does, they mm-hmm. should sit back and watch what Marvel does and then copy it. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's I don't think you should close the door on that because that's what you're going to do, DC. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go to a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is uh, very interesting. It's uh, it's not secret or anything. Eric, uh, let's see. No, it's uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, playing Hulk. He's, uh, he's playing Banner and the Hulk. Yeah. They're going to use Avatar-type, Special Mo- effects. Mo- oh. Motion capture. Yeah. So he will be, you know, right there on the set and doing the motion capture. and That makes me happy. So and so no more rubber Hulk. Yeah. He, he He's made out of flubber. He, now, will, he will be the Hulk. If it's Avatar technology, will Cameron be on set <laughs> pushing the weeding around? Uh, See, I, I, never, I never minded the, uh, the iterations of Hulk from before. I don't mind that they're doing it motion capture. I don't mind at all. Like, I liked both those Hulk movies and the Hulks in them. That's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, all right, uh, The Hobbit. I think there's a curse on this film. I really do. It's this year's Don Quixote. Yes, it's this year's <laughs> Don Quixote. It really is. Um, this the, is... I don't... I'm getting to wonder if this movie's ever going to get made. I really do, because uh, every time we hear, we're on, mm-hmm. something else happens. Here's the latest, something else happened. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. First, we had the studio turmoil... Well, now, labor strife. I know. The New Zealand and Australian Actors Unions 
are negotiating with Peter Jackson's production company for certain benefit and negotiations. They have so far gone nowhere. Long story short, the U.S.'s Screen Actors Guild has declared The Hobbit a non-union production and told actors to stay away from it. And Peter Jackson says he may have to relocate to shoot in Eastern Europe or not make the films after all. Or Mexico, <laughs> where it can be directed by his uh, cheap non-labor equivalent Pedro Jackson. <laughs> did you read did you read Peter Jackson's statement about that? No. Uh, no. Peter Jackson said that the big deal with this is that these unions are pissed off because the studio Warner Brothers put a pot together so that even the non-union actors got a piece of profit participation on the film. Mm -hmm. And these unions got pissed off about that because they want all of these non-union actors to join the union even though there's union members on the set. And so they they're they're pissed, and this is this giant ruse to mm. scare Warner Brothers into not giving all these side actors a piece of the pie, hmm. or just close down the production, and then no one gets any pie. Oh. Exactly. I will send you kids to bed without any pie. But I like pie. <laughs> uh, Twilight. <laughs> this is just a little, you know, toss-aside story, but uh, I, I, again, the Hollywood uh, interference. But I, I actually think that I would want Hollywood's interference on this. Uh, the original Twilight was going to be an action film. Yeah. Well, I, way to fail at that one. I, no, I, I, that's what I think it should be. Uh, it says here, uh, uh, Mark Morgan, who's the producer said that originally they had Bella fighting back. They had her father dying in one of the scripts, uh, actually, and her becoming a vampire in the first movie. One of the drafts had a Korean FBI agent, who I'm sure would have been played by that guy on Lost, because he's the only Korean actor in... Daniel D. Kim. Yes, thank you. A Korean FBI agent who was hunting and tracking vampires across the coast. There was a SWAT team in the trees, and it was like, Red Leader, Red Leader, and the vampires were picking them out of the woods, and it would have been a different movie. I would have seen this movie. Yeah, because they... You well, mean the, the Draclias would have acted like Draclias? Yes. Well, make it and don't call it Twilight. Yeah. Well, you know, they did uh, with True Blood. It's not, I mean, they took some, some stuff in spirit from the books, and everybody seems to like the TV show and the books as separate entities, including the author. I, I have no idea why Stephanie Meyer was so adamant about it having to be I verbatim. Think, I it's think an artist's rights issue, and she's a great writer. <laughs> I think with, with the, the following that this series has, with the film, yeah. you kind of more have to stay with it. With a TV series, you have the ability to kind of go off in different directions yeah, you, you, there's no end in sight. Right? Exactly. Uh, let's see, Iron Man 2 is on uh, DVD and Blu-ray tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. We're recording this on Monday. Oh, boy, oh, boy. And, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if this is on the extras at this time, but uh, you've seen it. Uh, it's, it's on the web everywhere. The, uh, uh, the original opening mm -hmm. for the film, I liked it. I wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know you've got your hero puking in a toilet. After a, awesome. after a bender. <laughs> but I loved that opening. And uh, I hope it's on the uh, the extras. Anyway. Uh, Caprica coming back, the TV show, on October 5th. Just wanted to mention that because people were asking about it. Uh, we got some... Uh, oh, Kate Beckinsale is back for another Underworld movie. Yay. Yeah. One and person's why, excited. Yeah, and, <laughs> why, and why? Because she was, had nothing else to do. And even then it was that like... That was oh. a very sarcastic excited. I, <laughs> I kind of fell asleep to the first one and was like, fuck this. But they, but they brought in uh, J. Michael Straczynski to uh, rewrite the script. I don't know if that means anything. Wow, so, so what 
her character will be doing is she'll be walking around the United States and meeting people. Oh, no, wait. That's no, what wait, he's that's doing just, on Superman. He's Superman. You know, uh, Straczynski was one of the, the, the lead writers on He-Man in the 80s. <laughs> so well, my dad, I think that's that's Underworld League stuff. My, my dad always said, uh, you can't polish a turd. Yes. So... So there you go, for what it's worth. Uh, let's see, word on the uh, Spider-Man reboot. Uh, we got a couple of chicks who are uh, uh, in a series of readings and tests. You got your uh, Alice in Wonderland... Uh, Mia Wasikowska. Mia Wasikowska. She was very attractive. And Emma Stone <laughs> from Zombieland. And Easy A. And Easy A. Uh, working with uh, Mark Webb uh, doing readings and testings. They're, they're probably in line for... Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane Watson. Mm-hmm. Although, although there's a report that says Emma Stone's reading for a character that's not Mary Jane Watson. Oh, cat. Oh, black cat. Oh, that would Ooh, be yeah. Cool. Who knows? Ooh, who knows? Uh, mm. By the way, can can I just repeat? So the next Spider-Man movie is being directed by a guy named Mark Webb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <Funny>. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, those uh, those uh, uh, it's just a little bit of news, and then finally uh, uh, a couple of things. Uh, Bill and Ted 3. Uh, shut up, Brian. <laughs> I'm actually excited about this Same. one. The first one's good. I don't care. I really? just want Alex Winter just... to come out of his house. <laughs> he did. Exactly. He was more than happy to come out of his house. <laughs> of course he was. People aren't interested in me. Wait a minute. Well, I guess uh, Keanu Reeves at the Toronto International Film Festival said that there's another Bill and Ted in the works, and so uh, people looked into it, and they found Alex Winter, and he was more than happy to talk. He was over at the Denny's. No, he was on his powered couch with with his reaching stick. That's right. Well, here's what he said. Uh, He had actually quite a lot to say. He was, again, happy that uh, someone asked him uh, questions about anything. Said between mouthfuls of pizza. (laughs) Yeah, he wasn't able to divulge much, he said. Uh, But he emphasizes that the movie won't be cynical. We've been working on it for the past couple of years, honing the idea. We don't want to make it cynical. In other words, we're not going to make the... Here's Bill and Ted. You guys are our kids. Now you guys go be Bill and Ted, and the franchise can live for another 25 years. They say it's not going to be that way. Good. Uh, they're just going to make a final third movie. And uh, the best news, as far as I'm concerned, whether you want this movie or not, the best, I want it. the best news, as far as I'm concerned, is that they have absolutely refused to recast Rufus. Played by George Good. Carlin. Good. George Carlin. They said that uh, they will just have a different character or something, but they will not recast it and call him Rufus. They should have Rufus's brother played by Patton Oswalt. <gasps> now did, you've got me Did excited. we watch the same movie at movie night? <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, did Brian. We? They can't be all be Star Wars prequels. <laughs> no, I, it just didn't make any sense. Look, I just want to know if San Dimas High School football still rules. Of course. <laughs> and... And now, if there's something strange afoot at the Maverick. <laughs> All right, and speaking of movie night, before we get to uh, the new episode called Matt Fraction Needs Your Pogs, uh, we've got the Halloween movie night coming up on Halloween, yes, the October. 31st. Brewies, 5 p.m. Oh, S- special six, start time, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. is when we're starting, and this is free. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with... Uh, 28 Days Later. 28 Days Later. And, and then have a costume contest. Mm-hmm. 
And then we're doing The Walking Dead on the big screen. You'll yes. be able to watch the uh, AMC TV's uh, premiere of The Walking Dead on the big screen with a bunch of other geeks. And, and we're predicting overflow audiences, and they're actually talking about also playing it in the main lobby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we were talking about yeah, that. Yeah, because apparently interest is already so high, people are expecting we're going to have a full house. Really? We, uh, wow. We have swag, too. Yeah. AMC has sent us posters and buttons and all kinds of Walking Dead stuff to hand out at the screening. Cool. All right. Uh, write down the, uh, anything else? I actually have my first recommendation. You guys want to pimp something? Oh, go ahead. It, what? It, Ready? Go ahead. Uh, I just got through playing about nine hours straight, sitting in my, my room of Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions on oh. Xbox. Oh, It is so fun. You going to loan it to me? Oh, you can totally borrow it. Okay, girl. It's so I'm fun. Oh. Yeah, oh. dude, you, seriously. You, you play as the four Spider-Mans. You've got Amazing Spider-Man, Noir, 2099, and The Black Suit. Mm-hmm. And it, it, every level, it, at first I thought it was going to get redundant, and it just changes, and it gets so good. Because their powers are so different. Yeah. yeah. The Black Suit, you got the rage mode, so I think I had at one point a 254-hit combo. <laughs> All right. Yeah, play it, buy it. Yeah. Sounds oh, good God, to me. Good. And? I've got one. Uh, Superman, Batman, Apocalypse. Which oh, uh, comes out? Yeah, you you guys saw it. It comes out in the next week or two. Now, what is this? Is it uh, it's the new movie. DC animated DVD? Movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, the Green Arrow short on it is incredible. Uh, the shorts they've been doing on these DVDs are sometimes better than the movies themselves. But this uh, this one is a sequel to the Batman Superman Public Enemies. Oh, okay. Um, which I thought was only okay. I think this one's a lot better. And it, it off looks... Net, off the Netflix. It very see, much like it. Michael Turner art. All right, who, cool. Who it was based on. Uh, let's see. Uh, just uh, now, before we get to the uh, new episode, write down this address. Matt Fraction, care of Marvel Comics, 10 East... 40th Street, New York, New York, 10016. Write that down. Got Ma- it. Matt Fraction, care of Marvel Comics, 10 East 40th Street, New York, New York, 10016. Because Matt Fraction needs your pogs. Send them to him on the return address of your envelope or whatever it is you're sending. Put <coughs> geekshowpodcast.com. And then whatever information you'd like. <laughs> On the inside, with your pogs, just a small note saying, Geek Show says hey. That's all. Just a simple request. Matt needs your pogs. And, and you know what else needs our support? What's that? More people need to buy Hulk now. Yes, now that, uh, now that our uh, guests, uh, Jeff Parker and Gabriel, uh, Hardman. Gabriel Hardman, are writing the Hulk. So uh, you'll hear the interviews with those two and Jake Black and a whole bunch of stuff. Here is the new episode called Matt Fraction Need Your Pogs. Please to enjoy. Good news, everyone. We're film critics and geek show podcast panelists, Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin, and we'd like to tell you about our new television show, The Big Movie Mouth Off. Now, The Big Movie Mouth Off is a film review program edgier than most that pits us two critics against each other in a critical grudge match to the death as we squabble over the finer points of filmmaking. Or it'll show our softer, more warm and cuddly sides as we agree and live in a utopian state of well-being. You know, either way, you'll hear everything you'd want to know about the latest theatrical movies and the occasional DVD and Blu-ray releases. So, before you have the bright idea to spend any form of currency on the latest M. Night Shyamalan disaster, or if you're just debating whether that latest comic book adaptation is worth your hard-earned cash, check out the Big Movie Mouth Off for our expert, albeit cynical, advice. This delectable digital delight can be found on Comcast On Demand in the Utah local section or wherever 
Faded tapes and laser discs are sold. You know, I really need to update my video library. Also, be sure to friend the Big Movie Mouth off on Facebook for your chance to win free swag. Pass it to the press screening that will be attended by yours truly. And we promise to keep the bickering to a minimum while inside the theater. I promise nothing. Hi, this is Carrie. If you listen to the Radio From Hell program, you know that thing that I'm on in the mornings on X96, you know what a big fan of Hoops Vision I am. They corrected my eyesight using LASIK surgery, and I have not had to wear glasses for a very long time. Now listen, their contest is coming back, the Give Me LASIK video giveaway. It was a huge hit, and they're doing it again. So start thinking right now. Be able to submit a video telling them why you want free LASIK. Your video can be fun, entertaining, crazy, serious, or all of the above. Just make it memorable. And the shorter, the better is a suggestion from me. Convince the guys at Hoops Vision why you should have a free LASIK procedure. I'm going to tell you how to enter to win this contest coming up in the next break. So hang on to Geek Show Podcast. And we are in the back room of... Uh Dr. Volt's comics. How did we get here? Uh, well, it was uh, their 20th anniversary, and so, uh, no, you can leave the door right. open. I just, yeah. you know. just keep those Mandalorians Sorry, just keep out the here. Mandalorians Yeah, out. we had to start over because some Star Wars, <laughs> some Star Wars came in here and screwed up my life again. <laughs> right. And Lee George Cade, you may ask yourself. What? How is it did a I get to be here? flexible when the boat comes in? This is not my beautiful house. It's not my beautiful wife. These are not my beautiful Mandalorians. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's get the uh, uh, the introductions of the sponsors out of the way before sure. we embarrass them too much. Okay. Uh, okay. Want to okay. thank uh, <laughs> for making this show possible. Uh, really want to thank Dan the Laptop Man at PCLaptops.com. Love sh- you, Dan. This Love show. And, and and as a Marvel fan, I will take back what I say. I will say, make mine Dan Young. Yes. <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, the, the podcast recorded on a laptop provided by PC Laptop. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. He's a good guy. And uh, go see him at PCLaptops.com. Also want to thank Hoops Vision for uh, sponsoring the show. Uh, they're giving away LASIK uh, eye surgery. Just uh, all you have to do is make a video. Yeah. A video. A video explaining why you should have it to make it... Uh, Here's just the only tips I would give you is make it short, make it memorable. Like, make it family like, friendly. So like I could be like, hi, I'm Shannon Parnson from the Kami Award winning con- con- podcast. Yes. It's no, th- th- this is my video right here. Me, 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 me. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Mine'll be. I'm wearing How glasses. No, here's what I would do. Don't you think it'd be weird <laughs> no, 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 if, I, no, no, no. if I got LASIK and I wasn't wearing glasses anymore? <laughs> I wouldn't recognize. I wouldn't recognize. Yeah, yeah, I really wouldn't. I would, if, come with me if you want to be memorable, you have... Five to ten naked girls sitting around you, and you go, you know what? Hmm. I wish I could see these girls. I wish I could see these bitches titties. <laughs> can you please help me out? <laughs> I sadly cannot see nude women. <laughs> but yeah, you can enjoy. My glasses keep fogging up. I can't see these bitch natchies. Uh, just, uh, just go to hoopsvision.com and learn how to do that. All right. Uh, let's see. Teleperformance USA. Get a job. Get a job. Get a job. Get a job, you lazy bum. Yeah. No, it's uh, Teleformance hiring technical geeks and gurus to take inbound technical support calls, health benefits after 30 days. Go to TeleformanceUSA.com. And, of course, Dr. Volt's Comics. Hey. 2043 East, 3300 okay. South. I think we've South. seen this guy before. Hey, we, we have. Yeah. Come we on have in, a, uh, Jake. We have a returning guest. Uh, do we have a, a chair for him over there? We can scoot one down. Get a uh, chair for him. And, hey, watch uh, out. Is, Give him is... the broken one, because that'd be really funny. Yeah. <laughs> skinny guy broke a chair. We like skinny guy broke a chair. Uh, uh, and there's your, uh, there's your 40 ounce. There's your 40 ounce that over you here. asked for, uh, Jake, there, if you want. That's in his writer. <laughs> That's right. 
Right into the mic there, Jake, and uh, and we'll uh, talk to you. This is uh, Jake Black, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, comic, everybody, comic it's Jake creator Black. Extraordinaire. That's Clap it's over there. This mic. Yes. There we go. And I will as well. You guys are good clapping. So you've been uh, signing autographs and all that? <coughs> yeah, yeah, been been meeting meeting the public. Saying hi to the fans. Yeah, well, I'm sandwiched between Derek and uh, and Gabe, so <laughs> I'm talking to them while they're in line for the other guys, but it's good. It's oh, good. come on. You can't tell me that more people are wanting Derek's autograph than yours. Come on. So far. I mean, Derek's the low man out there. I well, love him, he, but he's the low here's, man. Here's the thing. He's an artist, and he can sketch people. Mm-hmm. They come up. Can you draw me a picture of Wolverine? Do no, it. sorry. Stick, no. no. Fuck that. Do it, Jake. <laughs> stick people. Stick people. Do it. Stick people with, the, with their claws. Extra stick claws. Like, give me a dollar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I could write you a story about Wolverine. <laughs> I just, uh, I just wrote Japan. the alphabet out on a on a <laughs> piece of paper for somebody. <laughs> you just and typed it up. Which font do you want? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I started really big in one corner, and it got really little by the other. And see, that's and that's where I'm different than most comic book geeks is that I really prefer the. I look for a good writer before I do with art. You know, yeah. uh, I won't drop a book because I think the art sucks. I'll drop it if I think the story started. I sucking. read Hellblazer for a long time. And that's <laughs> never had good art ever. <laughs> No. Oh, so how have things been going, Jake? What's it's, up? It's been good. It's been good. Um, yeah, it's been about six months since I was on the show. It has been, hasn't yeah. it? And yeah. and uh, so the super, there was the Supergirl episode yeah, uh, super, issue super that came girl out. Issue, yeah, they they put the cover on a T-shirt. That was like the crowning Pretty. achievement of my career. Something I worked on got its own T-shirt. So that was received good. received well, I understand. And yeah, uh, yeah, get it was some, received received really well. Get some fan I liked mail. it. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Um, and what? Helen's really excited to keep. Working on comics, she wants to create like teenage superheroes and stuff. So we'll see. We'll see if it goes anywhere. That's uh, uh, Helen Slater. Helen Slater. Slater. Yeah. Thank you. Who, I couldn't uh, remember. She played Supergirl yeah. in Supergirl in a wonderful in Supergirl. film. A wonderful film. Maybe we should show that at movie night some night. Uh, I would. I would love to. Especially that kid that that played Jimmy Olsen in the Superman movies has his cameo. Yeah, we yeah. should show. That's awesome. Maybe <laughs> Supergirl and. Uh, Mannequin. Superman, Superman three. If you if you show Catwoman. if you yeah, Catwoman. Um, and Fantastic Four. Um, Are you trying the to Roger cause Corman the Roger massive, Corman one? Massive geek suicide. If you if you show that movie, I will come host that night. I'll, Absolutely. Uh oh. I've the gauntlet has been thrown. Yeah. Don't make a don't <laughs> make have, a promise you don't want to deliver on. Yeah. <laughs> I have a very grainy Divix rip of the Roger Corman Fantastic Four at home. Oh yeah. I, I say we do it. It's terrible. It sounds good to me. I especially Actually, like it's when, better than the big studio one. I like it when Reed reaches out to stretch for something. He throws his hand out, and then they show this hand on a pole go across Brain. the screen. That, yeah, that, 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 so that's as, as he waves out of the limousine at the end. But I still think it was a better thing suit in that movie than they had in oh, the Oh, it, it was a much better films. one. And here's my, my favorite impression of a, of a character in that Fantastic Four movie. Where Doctor Doom walks into the room after the Fantastic Four have escaped... His death trap, which is basically to put them in a room with guys armed with machine guns. Yep. And they escape, and he walks in, and they've escaped. And Doctor Doom, the super evil genius's reaction is, "Huh? No blueberries? Huh? No. huh. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh darn it! Why didn't I think of that? I'm a genius." <laughs> right. uh, so, uh, so Jake, what are you what are you uh, working on now? You you want to? Yeah, you, yeah. Can you, uh, can you spoil anything for us, or uh, you I, know, tell us? Yeah, what last time, last time you got my brave and bold secret out. I, I want to talk about that with you as well. Yeah, uh, it hasn't aired yet, but that's Cartoon Network has 
been really slow on airing the the Brave and Bold shows. So well, they, I just read this morning about some of the stuff that they've got planned. Yeah, for Brave and the Bold, and it's it's total spoiler. Just in case you uh, you know, it's a cartoon. You watched the nine year old cartoon. Uh, yeah. uh, the, oh, it's that show is so. We watched it before we came down tonight. Jimmy's never seen. I've it before. I've never seen it before. It's Buana Beast. Yeah. Buana so Beast good. was on. <laughs> they made the Buana Beast cool. You know, <laughs> if it was possible. Yeah. It was a Starro one, right? The yeah. Starro yeah. One yeah. Just aired. What, yeah. What was he? Com- he combined with a bumblebee. A bumblebee and a yak. <laughs> <laughs> it's so uh, awesome. Well, it, I guess that the uh, the guys who write it and create it, they, they look to the Silver Age stuff, yeah. and yeah. they go, uh, look at this ridiculous thing. Let's make that into an episode. Yeah. And But I guess there's going to be a huge crossover coming. Yeah, with I, believe, I believe that huge crossover is the final episode of the series. The final episode. I, I think it's, so. Is, it's Scooby-Doo. Oh, that, or not maybe that that's not the final episode. Trinity is the final episode. Trinity will be, the, and that yeah. will be so you get your Wonder Woman, your Superman, right. your Batman. They finally, oh. they finally were able to get soups right. on there, and right. But and yeah, the, the Scooby Doo, the Scooby Doo. They're one doing actually. a Scooby Doo crossover it just like be, in the seventies, yep. yep. and it's going to par- <laughs> apparently it's going to be animated like the old seventies Scooby Doo. Yep. Really oh, nice. Yep. Uh, and uh, I don't know, I don't know if is uh, Don Knotts going to be in it. <laughs> I don't Blood know if uh, Casey Kasem's going to play Robin. I've been watching that Daphne so through awesome. the window. Oh, he needs to. Shaggy, come back and play Shaggy and Robin would be so Well, so I see awesome. that Fred also likes to wear scarves. I don't know. <laughs> All right, thank you. All right. Uh, but that's going to be very cool. Yeah, it's it's a really fun one. I think I think what they're doing on that one is Batmite. Batmite has been kind of a regular on the show, and he's voiced by Paul Rubens, which oh, is perfect. Yeah, like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> um why haven't I seen the show? <laughs> I thought it's, you were watching. I, I, it. I saw the Blue Beetle episode and thought it was fun, but I haven't seen any. But it's good. It's really, really good. Really, really good. Yeah. We, we asked you not to watch it so it wouldn't get oh, canceled. So when you canceled. Oh, yeah. that's right. I took one for the team. <laughs> okay. That's right. Well, you no. can watch it now. Uh. But my episode was supposed to air in October, but it's been pushed back. Maybe next October. I don't know. Well, don't well, know. No, for quality. Remind us what your episode was. Um, my episode features Bruce Wayne's son, Damian, and son figure taking on the heroic mantles that they have in the comics right now uh, really you, yeah. you. and, and it, but it'll be in the brave and the bold style in the brave and bold style cool <laughs> yeah and uh and damien's not the the obnoxious twit that he is in the comics it's a it's a very different interpretation uh but. now i was also reading about smallville and you've done some work for that yeah yeah we just uh we just released the uh season nine dvd set um i worked on a couple of special features for that one the history of zod specifically. Dick Donner came. We interviewed him about doing Superman 2 with Zod. Terrence Stamp, we interviewed. Uh, uh, you interviewed him both? Uh. I didn't personally, but he was... <laughs> oh, okay. They were... I wrote the interview questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, no. by, by the way... What is your bra size, Mr. Yeah. Stamp? I, uh, <laughs> Jake, did I read that you actually had to buy your own copy of it? I did have to buy my own copy of it. What, that, yeah. what kind of cheap gin joint does not give someone who worked well, on the I'm, special I'm features? Sure, I'm sure that they will get around to it eventually. But you wanted it. I don't know. I got my free copy last week. I yeah, wanted, yeah, me too. I wanted, I wanted the Blu-ray, and they usually send the DVD anyway. Oh, so, okay. Well, yeah. somebody get it for Hold out for God's the Blu-ray. Sake. Yeah, and actually, if actually, I had I, it, you could have mine. I posted it on uh, on Facebook, and um, I thought you were joking. No, I wasn't. It was, it was totally true. And one of the editors at DC Comics was like, "Dude, really? You, really? <laughs> I'm glad why didn't else. Why didn't you ask us <laughs> to get you that? So, so that's my plan. Every editor at DC Comics I know. <laughs> you know right. don't, don't feel bad. Shannon and I still have to pay for every download of Geek Show. Yeah, we don't get this for free either. Free freaking show. Super, Superman, Superman, Batman, Apocalypse comes out with uh, Summer Glau as the voice of Supergirl. It comes out in like two weeks. And uh, that's hot. 
I will be contacting the editors at DC Comics. I certainly hope so. Did you work on the special features for that also? Um, yes and no. They're reusing one of the Smallville ones that I did, the, oh, okay. his, the history of Supergirl. Oh, right they're, on. They're reusing that one. So Now, the, uh, the uh, final season of Smallville, I think it's by the time yeah, you hear this has started. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're, well, they're bringing back Aquaman. Uh, I guess they'll put the Justice League or something together in this episode. And I, I've, I've seen tra- uh, teasers and trailers with the suit. Yep. The big yep. blue suit. It explains why it's so hard to find the orange sweatshirt at Walmart now if they're bringing Aquaman back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The big the big arc this season is uh, the apocalypse in the fourth world, the new gods. So, oh yeah. Yeah. The the producers the producers have said that it's going to be a dark side unlike we've one we've ever seen. Right. He's going to be young and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. He's going to be I wearing want, $200 designer jeans. I, I wanted uh, I wanted Michael Clark Duncan to play that role like I can't express to you. Oh, right, right. But my fear now, and I don't have any insider information on this. Neil I won't, Patrick you know, I Harris. Sing, yeah, Neil Patrick Harris singing it. Um, the Smallville musical. Um, <laughs> I like it. No, uh, is that it's going to be like Galactus in the... <laughs> The Cloud Galactus from Fantastic Four: Silver Surfer. That, uh, that's what it, that's what Dark Side will be. Well, that that's my fear. That's a that's a an unlike one we've ever seen before. So ooh yeah. Well, I guess um, you can't do a big gray guy, can you? It'll be Dark Side the hot chick. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you I'm a toe, Dark dude. Side. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be uh, Tom Tom Welling who plays Clark on Smallville is producing Hellcats for the CW. Oh yeah, he's the executive producer creator oh. of that show. So it'll probably be like the female Furies, Dark Side's female Furies will be the cast of Hellcats. <laughs> meow. Sort of that way. All right. Meow. Uh, so uh, so there's so there's that. You're, I mean, you're you're keeping you're yeah, keeping yeah, busy. Yeah, keeping busy. And uh, this this week I start writing an episode of Generator Rex for Cartoon Network. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So what uh, what are you? Um, uh, looking at right now that you're really digging. I mean, because you're a, you're a fan just like yeah, us. Yeah, like a uh, fan. Um, Thirty Rock. Oh wait. Well, um, no, we talk no, about we that on the show. We <laughs> yeah, love that yeah. show, which premiered this week. This that this that this oh, podcast will oh, okay. have come out. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, and it was amazing. It was hilarious. My my undying crush on Tina Fey is still firmly intact. Right? She's so. a geek chick. So do you? <laughs> she's do you, a geek chick. She was at Comic Con too this oh, summer. She's so hot there. And I oh. was. So what do you guys take your copy of Date Night and sit and? <laughs> she was getting <laughs> she was getting fitted for her dark side outfit. <laughs> oh yeah, Tina Fey is dark side. Oh, I hate you, by Superman. By the hammer of Thor. <laughs> what yeah. the what, Superman? <laughs> she was at yeah she was at Comic Con and I was so bummed because I was in the Danny Elfman panel when she was out on stupid Danny. Elfman. Well, Stage. I was no, three feet I from her, and she's I still hot. Been, I would have been at the Danny Elfman. Is she hot in real life? Like she's so hot. <laughs> really? It's oh, hard yeah. to believe. It's hard to believe that she was a picked on nerd. No, it's in not school. No, I can see not. her being yeah, like I can braces. Totally see it. I mean, I've, I've seen pictures of her back then, but even then, I could, I would have been attracted to her. Well, who came out on top? Yeah. Boom. Certainly not me. I guess the, the genre stuff that I'm really big into, though. Um, and it's it's almost like fringe genre because genre TV is kind of going away. It seems like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the USA shows, like like Burn Notice and mm-hmm. you know that whole thing. Psych, so, Psych, all that stuff. My wife loves all those shows, so our our DVR is full of 19 hours of USA programming every week, and like we start with Monday Night Raw and then go through the week. <laughs> <laughs> 
record everything that's on USA. Monday Night Rule. 19 different law and orders. And- <laughs> See, and, I, and, and I'm that way, but it's with uh, the FX shows. I've, yeah. been, I've been, you know, Louis. Yeah. How was, how Louis was that? Uh, great. Louis great. That Louis, Terrier show. Did you watch that Terrier show? Uh, I've got it in the TiVo. Haven't okay. looked at it yet. Uh, I, I liked the first episode. Logan said it was good. My wife watched it and liked it, but she likes Donald Logue. He could just, you know, read the encyclopedia and well, she'd pay to watch it. Gotcha. <laughs> Now I've got a, uh, a story. I want I want Jake's opinion on this. I'm, I'm even going to ask uh, Parker and those guys. There's an interview with Alan Moore recently. Oh boy, I read. Did these you read? Inter- I read these interviews. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's such a. It, and a goblin walked out of his beard and translated <laughs> for him. Uh, it's uh, from Stool Pigeon. Um, he uh, he says that comics have all gone downhill since Watchmen. Oh Jesus. He says, uh, it says, uh, he says, initially Watchmen gained a lot of its readership because it was taking an unusual look at superheroes, but actually it was more about redefining comics than it was about redefining one particular genre. Is there back? Okay, let's, <laughs> let's start with that sentence right there. Did he really redefine comics <laughs> with that? No. Uh, with, no. killing, with Killing Joke, he redefined Batman, maybe, but I wouldn't say he redefined comics. All right. I think... I think I think he did to a degree. Yeah, he and Frank Miller both. Yeah, did, he and Frank Miller. Yeah. You can't just like put it all like he can't just claim complete responsibility I, for it. I, because right. Yes, because that diminishes Dark Knight. Right, and returns. I think I think without I think without the combination of Dark Knight and even and, Ronan and um, Watchmen and V and right. right. Well, okay. Now now that you brought those up, because his next statement in the <coughs> interview is, uh, and the I guess the interviewer said that said this he goes and as you say there hasn't been a more sophisticated comic released in the 25 years since oh he's so foolish. which which i find profoundly depressing because it was intended to be something that expanded the possibilities of comics rather than it has apparently become a Didn't massive psychological I, stumbling block that the rest of the industry has yet to find a way around i thought the arkham asylum comic was more elegant than watchman the, the one that came it was mm. just a couple years after that wasn't it grant morrison and, yeah. uh, and kelly jones i think jones? we can i think we could go through this store here and find at least 15 to 20 examples. Has this guy not read The Walking Dead? That's right. pretty yeah. amazing yeah, or, comic. Or why? Or yeah, why sure. The Last Man is phenomenal. Yeah. It, 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 and actually, I think it was Dave McKean. It was Dave McKean. For, I, and, I get Kelly and, Jones stuck and, in the head sometimes. And, and let's not forget Preacher. Well, and sure. yeah. let's go to Dark Knight. I mean, that was well, after Watchmen, right? Well, same same time period. Yeah. Yeah. Same, and we're, we're same also, time period. He's, I, is he not paying attention to Matt Wagner, who I think very quietly, Mage. very Mage, quietly sure. influenced a whole generation of comic illustrators and writers? Well, know? and then the, the the editorial that I've got, the guy who wrote this says, uh, "What about his own League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Don't you know? Great just comics. don't don't think about the movie. You know, when right. you, when you <laughs> right. do that. but if you read the comics, they're very, really, or really even amazing. Top Ten. Yeah, Top Ten was amazing." Uh, so yeah, I, I I don't know what crawled up Alan Moore's ass. Maybe that bug from his beard, like it's you said. Single malt, <laughs> it's too much single malt whiskey. He's poisoned his brain. Yeah, it just because I, I read the interview and it just I'm just like, what is with this guy? I mean, yeah, he's good. Okay, he's good. But come on, don't be such a. It's it's the egotistical jackass who ruins things. Yeah. That says, I know I'm good. I'm good. I'm so ah, good. Things so. have not gotten better since I yeah. did Watchmen. Well, and what's interesting, like if you if you look at people like Brian K. Vaughn or you know these these other guys that you've mentioned, I don't think any of them would argue with that. And I, no. because they're because they're good human beings. Like they wouldn't be like, why the last man? Yeah. <laughs> you know, ex machina. Yeah, I'm crying out loud. Yeah, I just I. It, well, and Alan Moore even doesn't even mention his own contribution to Swamp Thing, right? Which was great. Yeah, 
He's uh, just a blowhard. It just, wasn't, know, it just wasn't Watchmen. You know, I, I loved Watchmen. I thought it was a great comic. And, uh, I mean, I read it 20 years late. I imagine it would have really blown my mind in 1985. But I've had more holy shit moments with uh, with Walking Dead than I've had with almost any comic I've read in the last I'd agree with years. that, yeah. Well, and it's even, it's even like, non-superhero stuff, you know, like we've been talking about. And just, it's so, um, just so different than what Watchmen was. It's hard to compare. Like, even Fables. He's, you know, you look at fables. Oh yeah. and His statements here reminded me an awful lot of uh, the douchebag who wrote City on the Edge of Forever. Harlan uh, Ellison. Harlan Ellison. Ellison. Yeah. Oh, Science fiction blowhard. hasn't been great since I wrote City on the Edge of Forever. And it, they rewrote it because my Shatner was counting lines. Yeah. Well, since you brought that up. Oh! <laughs> nice. Unintentional segue. I am the king of un- the unintentional segue. Oh, I have a list on. here. I have a list here, and, and since Jake's here, we can get him to weigh in on this too. Uh, I can't remember which website I found this on. Uh, it's the... Oh, I think it was the uh, Sci-Fi Channels. Um, Blaster. Now. Blaster. Blaster. All right. What is Blaster? It's their uh, Sci-Fi Wire, it used to be. Now oh. it's Blaster. Blaster. The Siffy. The Siffy yeah, channel. channel, I think. Or at the same time. Ten of the best science fiction TV episodes that ever aired. Oh, boy. All right. And number one is City on the Edge of Forever. Mm. Star okay. Trek. Yeah. OG. Sure. <laughs> Assassins! <laughs> Sorry, it was a little over. It was a little Bless over. You. It was a little over the edge of forever. I think. Nice one, Bones. Uh, let's see. I um, think. I think that. Uh, well, I don't. I don't even know if it's on the list, but there's that Deep Space Nine episode where they had the newspaper. Yeah, and he's there. Uh, newspaper in the fifties. Well, I was yeah, going to say yeah. there. There is not. Let me give you the list. I think. I think that one's. That was a whole story arc too. Yeah, it was kind yeah. of trippy. There's and no. Was, there's no DS9 on here, which what? I I wanted that, to bring okay, up. Yeah. Okay. Actually, what about the episode so. of DS9 where his son kills himself? Well, so let, he me, get his dad let me. Let me. Let me. list. Let me give you the list. Guys, calm down. Everybody, calm the hell down. And then we can. Then we can all jump in with our own because maybe what you're thinking of is on here. Now, here's one that I was going to put on the list, but it's on there. X Files Home. Did you guys ever see this one? Which one's that? This is my favorite episode of the X Files. Creepy inbreds. It's oh, creepy inbreds. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. With, oh. The, with the Enigma from uh, yes. from Jim Ma- Rose. Pull, well, push Ma out from under the bed. They keep their mother <laughs> under the bed. It's she the has war of great northern oppression. Yeah, she has no arms or legs. Right? Yeah, that's and a they, good episode. And they uh, they 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 uh, they they uh, and they, uh, they they do the, the nasty yeah. with their mama yeah. to make more mutant You boys are so pretty. They're <laughs> so precious to me. That's see, I loved that episode. And she her exact words were, "We've been fat and them Yankees." Since the Great War, Northern Oppression, and they they would keep her on those old you know like mechanics on, used on to dolly. have those yeah. those dollies the, the roll wheels. Yeah. On. So uh, speaking they, speaking they, of X Files, just to interject here, mm-hmm. have you been reading the X Files Thirty Days of Night? I, I heard about it. I haven't read it yet. No, no. it's excellent. When it's are we going to see an yeah. X Files Twin Peaks crossover? Because you could tie up both shows with that. <laughs> I would you love know? that. I would love to see Mulder and Scully looking for Dale Cooper. Well, Dennis Denise. Yeah, that's that's your connection. All right. Coop. Twilight Zone, the Eye of the Beholder. Now, this is the one. this is the classic yeah. one. Plastic where, surgery. Plastic one? surgery oh, one where uh, she's love that one. Ellie May. Ellie May. No change. I, I still think the better one was Burgess Meredith when he. Uh, no time for reading or whatever. Yeah, it is. the guy the yeah. guy who had uh, everyone was dead and mm-hmm. he found the library and then his glasses broke. Mm-hmm. I think that, Meredith. I think that would be a different list. Of just best Twilight Zone. That was the that was the episode of science fiction where I learned about irony. 
Mm. See, I like the one with Shatner in the cafe. I learned about it in the a good one too. The, the Alanis terror Morissette at, song. Terror at 30,000 No, I was thinking feet. of the one with no, 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 the little no, no, the the devil fortune teller. Yeah, the, the fortune teller <laughs> had the devil. They sell replicas of those. They have yeah, 12 bucks. Anyway, okay, okay, there's a, a, an ep- a episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Once called, more feeling? No, oh, Hush. Hush. Hush is great. Oh. That's a great episode. That's the one where uh, the uh, there's some sort of demons. The, that, gen- the, the gentleman. The gentleman. Abe Sapiens is one of those. And they take your voice, right? Yeah. It's amazing. And so it's it's done without dialogue. So that's a good one. Uh, one of mine that I put on the list, Battlestar Galactica, thirty three was the episode. Is and that it was one? like it was like the first or second episode of the series after the. Or they had to jump every thirty three minutes. Every thirty three oh, minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah every thirty three minutes, the Cylons attack. They're all starting was, to lose their minds. Yeah, because they can't sleep and all that. And it was just I thought it was great. Second best episode in Galactica. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Which was first? The one where they liberated New Caprica and they and they warped the Galactica right into the atmosphere. Oh, that was <laughs> fun. <laughs> that was like fun. this. Yeah! <laughs> uh, let's see. We have an episode of The Outer Limits written by Harlan Ellison. Uh, called Demon with the Glass Hand. Good episode. Ooh, yeah. Do you know that one? Yeah. Well, Harlan Ellison's a great writer. There's no denying it. He's just a douchebag. It's uh, about a man Ooh. sent back <laughs> from the future. On uh, There's a footnote to this one. A uh, man sent back to, from the future on the run from a handful of pursuers with the fate of humanity literally in his grasp. Simple linear story. It says, albeit one with a killer twist, about a man learning to accept his destiny. Ellison sued the producers of the first Terminator film. Saying that they stole his idea. Because it had time travel in it. Because it had time travel yeah. in it. And he was and also going to sue J.J. Abrams for using time travel in the new Trek movie. So <laughs> That's yeah. right. Well, yeah, and that <laughs> was, he was going to use the Guardian of Forever. He was going to get in a time machine and go back and sue H.G. Wells. <laughs> for, <laughs> See, when I, when I invented time travel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Can you can you guys uh, pick an episode? Uh, I'm gonna say Best of Both Worlds was phenomenal. You like that one? Yesterday's Enterprise. I'll bet that's it's the one on the list. <laughs> also very good. Enterprise. Which one is that? That's the one where they they where Tasha Yar comes back. Enterprise and C oh. and Worf's yeah. gone and they're at war with the. The thing that, that was a good episode. It made me. That's my favorite version of the Enterprise. Is the Enterprise C? The C is I love great. That one. Anyway. I like the one where he gets I take, the. Uh, I take great issue with that. Really. That being the best next generation Uh-oh. episode. Well, sure. I knew I knew that it would All right. be. It's not, it's not even the best time travel Cause, episode. Because yeah. I because I have one. Go, go what I is think, yours? Um, I don't I don't know which one is my favorite. I well, my favorite, but I also don't know that it's the best. Is Parallels, mm-hmm. where Worf is jumping between universes to universe, and he one. finds himself in awkward situations with Deanna Troy that he's married to or not married that's to. Whatever. I remember that one. That's good. Um, See me for any episode that's just centered around Alexander. <laughs> yeah, Alexander, the, the, I liked the episode where they the uh, where they had on. Barclay's protomorphosis syndrome, <laughs> where where uh, Riker was a caveman and Deanna Troy was a slug that lived in a bathtub. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I no. loved the episode where um, where Doctor Crusher was the only one who realized that the Enterprise was getting destroyed constantly by Kelsey Grammer's starship. Yes. Yeah. No, no. And see, you're all wrong. The best episode is where they're all stuck in the video game and Wesley Crusher and uh, <laughs> Ashley Judd and Ashley Judd <laughs> save them. <laughs> Save the day. <laughs> I actually, yeah, no, I just, I think, I think yesterday's Enterprise is a fantastic episode, but to me, it's it's grown in reputation beyond what it. I agree. What it is. I agree. I do have. I can, and I pulled it right out of my head when I read the list. Tapestry. Yeah, is probably my is that the one where he lives the whole life? It's where he li- It's yeah. like you know he Q tells Picard yeah. at the beginning, "You're dead." It, it's, it, right. it's a wonderful oh. life. Yeah. Still, Here's, as far as I'm concerned, there are there are two episodes of DS9 that outdid any episode of. Next oh, Generation. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I uh, and it's tragedy that there is. And I think DS9. the one you're thinking of is Inner Light, where he 
becomes an old man and has his family. Yeah. And, yeah. And then mm-hmm. Interlight, which is also better than yesterday's Enterprise. And then he plays that yeah. flute at the mm-hmm. end, and you're like, fuck. No, yesterday's <laughs> Enterprise got me just because it was the first time we saw Riker smash a starship through something else. <laughs> the first time. Yeah, the first time. Uh, yeah, but Tapestry to me was just the. I, I just, yeah, I just love, the, I yeah, love the line at the end where Picard looks Q right in the eye and says, I'd rather die. The yep. man that I was, than to be that poor, pathetic son of a bitch, right. or something like that. I maybe I'm paraphrasing. And the, the best line in that episode too is, "Welcome to the afterlife, Jean Luc. You're, You're dead." Flowers for John John Luc Pickard. Pickard. John Luc Pickard. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the that's in yeah. that episode. He, he was brilliant in that. He was John Delancey. Uh, there's an episode of Firefly on here. Ooh. Oh, is it the one where they are uh, adrift in space? Out of gas? Yep, that's the one. That's <laughs> the one. Oh, Ships I- out of fuel. Mal- Malcolm Reynolds gets knifed by pirates. That's what and, it says uh, here. Uh, it says uh, Malcolm Reynolds, captain of the ship, uh, bleeding, cold and alone on the he deck of his ship. sends everybody out on the lifeboats. The story of how he got there, which involves the, uh, yep. the busted engine. and uh, it, it, it was a great show, and that was a very... That, you're right. I think that but was probably the best nope, one. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, nope, really? Nope, nope. No, the best one was with uh, Christina Hendricks, where they got all naked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's good. That's good. But I forgot. But, but the best episode of Firefly is Janestown. Janestown. Janestown so is great. With, which which like features that. the immortal line, he has his own theme song? Them mutters, <laughs> them mutters ain't people. They, they got a theme song the, about you. I love them where, mutters. Where did they, like, how did they assemble this list? I think it was just one of their writers. Yeah. I okay. believe it involved some around the Cheetos. And yeah. I know somebody TVs. in this room is going to agree with this next one. Uh, okay. I, I think she's sitting right there. Yeah. Doctor Who, Blink, <clears throat> 2007. Oh, I just watched that yesterday. You just yeah, watched it yesterday. <laughs> she watches <laughs> it every time it's on. Yeah, uh, it's a uh, now I've I've not seen this. So the episode tells of Sally Sparrow's encounter with the Weeping Angels. They're oh, really that is so they're creepy. really really creepy. They're like these. a race of psychopaths who send their victims back in time before they were born and feed off their potential energy. Yes. Oh, and sorry. they're and they're quantum locked, which means that they freeze stone whenever whatever they're looking at. Okay. No, so no, if anybody lo- so they look like these creepy fucking angel statues, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And. They look normal. They look they look normal, but if you if you look if you're looking at them, they can't move, right? But every time you blink, they move a little bit closer to you. <laughs> oh, I remember someone telling me about that. And then this. they move a little bit closer to you. And I would okay, I gotta see this well, one. We just get those right. clockwork orange little things in your eyes and just walk back. <laughs> that won't work, Jimmy. <laughs> All right. Now, this is gonna surprise you. I because there's an episode of Lost on this list. I like uh, Lost. Uh, I like Lost too. The Constant. Uh, oh, a, a, man, that, yeah. a man unstuck in time, devoid of his memory, yep. must negotiate the simplest of things. A telephone call to resor, uh, restore both his health and his sanity. It's uh, a Desmond episode. A lot, of yeah. nose, not, a lot of nose bleeding. He that just, was a good episode, though. <laughs> he just wants to call Penny and wish her Merry Christmas. Oh, no, stop uh, it. Now you're going to make me cry. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's, there's quite a few things. And, we, and we've talked about Deep Space Nine, which is, which is a show that I don't think gets its uh, Ronald Moore said due. the last season. Not he said, one episode guys, of fucking Manimal on You guys either. are going to miss us when we're gone. <laughs> yes. And those were his exact words. And there was an episode where Jake Sisko. Yes. Um, I'm trying to remember his, the name of it. His dad disappeared, literally got sucked into a quantum anomaly. The visitor. The visitor. Right. visitor. Right. And, so, and so Tony Todd ends up playing Jake Sisko. And Tony Todd's one of those actors who should be a god amongst men. Yeah, he's not he's recognized. Great. He's an amazing actor. Uh, his, Candyman. <laughs> oh, his, yeah. his, bit, his bit as the lead in the remake of Night of the Living Dead in 1991 was just staggering. The guy's a yes. phenomenal actor. And he's Worf's so, brother, too. Right? <laughs> and he realizes, he realizes partway through the episode, because his dad keeps showing up like every nine years, visiting him for a minute. And there's, there's a couple of exchanges where there's one part where Avery Brooks... 
still treats him like he's a 15 year old kid. So he's covering him up with a blanket and his, mm-hmm. his kid's like 60, you know, yeah. and it's just just there's not much dialogue. At the end of the episode, he realizes that he has to kill himself to uh, to unstick his dad in time. And I lost it. My kid, oh, I think yeah. my kid had just been born, too. So it was one of those just just staggering science fiction. It's, and it's, not it's having really it on my list. Is, and I, there, would, there, I would even say the season finale of the, good, the series Nine. finale. Yeah. Uh, the series yeah. finale. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, was very good. Where you know he, it, it all goes back to the the wormhole aliens, uh, and and the uh, death of his first wife. Yep. And how he never really moved on from that. Well, about the, that's, that's it was a great and, episode. And he says he says to the new wife at the end, "I may see you yesterday." Like that's like yeah. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but the fact that and, he that's the first series of Star Trek where we actually saw the military arm of Starfleet, where they actually showed the Marines. Oh, uh, section. Uh, oh, it was with, with it was another Jake episode where he's reporting on the Marines when they're fighting the Jemadar. Oh, and yeah, it yeah. was it was a badass episode. I they think pe- people need to go back and look at Deep Space Nine again. All the last those. half of Deep Space. No, yeah, I say pick half. up on the third season. The second the Defiant shows up with Worf, the show gets awesome. Yeah, and uh, I would agree. I, and there's the episode where he's where he's trying to figure out how he feels after Dax gets killed. Right. And yeah, just good oh, stuff. And back to that, uh, uh, the uh, what was the episode again? The, the visitor. The visitor. Yeah. Uh, the, we find out that uh, Doctor Bashir and Dax were married, yeah. and they're this bi- bickering old couple. And what they did to Dax's makeup was not just make her old, but they gave her shoulders. <laughs> So it's like her skeleton, and so you know you can see her skeleton through her uniform, and it was just so unsexy. <laughs> awesome! It was it was just sickening. Anyway, uh, there, well, and there were there were other great episodes that were like the one-offs, like the baseball one, where yeah. they where they played, played on the holodeck. Well, you're talking the, about the one with I remember you were just bringing up the one with Benny Sisko, where it was mm-hmm. kind of an alternate yeah. timeline where he was a, 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 a slow black writer in the 50s who was trying to get into, I think it was Amazing Fantasy magazine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody had a parallel. Worf was a, ball, a baseball player for one of the for one of the black leagues. And Quark and, was the editor of the... Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they brought that up three or four other times where an episode yeah. would end and you know, you had the big science fiction episode, and then Benny Sisko saying, "And that's how I want the story to end." And you're just like, "Well, well wait a second, they're really messing with us." <laughs> <laughs> well, I would, I would say, watch the season premiere, and then, like we said, start well, when the you get Patrick Stewart's great, great. Yeah. Uh, well, and there's a lot of great stuff in that season premiere with Sisko talking to the aliens. He teaches them about a linear. T- they don't think of time in a linear way. It's, it's time like, isn't linear. Time and, is not linear and, to them. You know, and yeah, Patrick Stewart stuff in that is so great because he's he's locutus. Well, and oh, you see Wolf. 359 from well, the yeah. Federation point and of then, view. And then he kind of has to try to apologize to Cisco. In but a at way, the same you know? time, he's like, Get over this it. is your assignment, Commander, <laughs> yeah. and I outrank you Get and do your job. And yeah. don't be a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great show. So, yeah, I think, I think um, yeah, Deep Space Nine being left off that list is it, really yeah. unfortunate. Well, and speaking of time, time travel, this was not a great series, but the series finale of Quantum Leap... That made me bald. It was a much better series and a much worse series than I think it well, gets credit for. Yes. But where's Sliders, it was good, it was too? Sliders. I, I was thinking of Sliders. Sliders like, had a good first I season. I like that one episode where they slid to that world where everything was all screwed hey, listen, up. Sliders is just a ripoff of Voyager, <laughs> okay? I do like Voyager. Voyager. Voyagers. Voyagers. <laughs> the, guy who killed, the guy who shot himself in the head. With the blank. See, I like yeah. Sliders when they thought he was Pavarotti. <laughs> <laughs> I think sliders, we, you and I loved Sliders when it first came we on. We did. Uh, they're, they're, oh, it had that cute girl on it. That's why. It was Sabrina Lloyd, wasn't it? It was Sabrina Lloyd. Was and it they, they had, were, or No, or she showed up in the third or fourth oh, season. Yeah, okay. She was a mercenary they found yeah. on another And then planet. that stupid Earl O'Connell showed up. Hey, yeah. I All like right. sliding. My, my, standards, my standards for best TV shows, like in sci-fi specifically, are really different, though. Like, I'm all about the sentimentality of it. Uh-huh. Like... 
Whoa. Like, I loved Unification on Next Generation just for the fact that Spock was there. That was good the stuff. Oh, I see what you're saying. And, okay. like, Smallville, Smallville has an episode from season two where Christopher Reeve appears and he oh. passes the torch to Clark and Tom Welling, you know, Tom Welling and the John Williams Superman theme plays in the background when he says it. And it's this, you know, this epic moment that I'm all about those kind of you know, geek out sentimentality <laughs> kind of moments. So you would, you you liked uh, the uh, the Scotty episode of uh, yeah, I really like the Scotty generation, which I thought was actually pretty cool too. I love the Scotty. Yeah, episode. I love that yeah. one. Oh, and it, I like I liked the uh, I liked the Sulu episode of uh, a Voyager, a Star Trek Voyager. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. So, uh, all right. Thank you, Jake. We got to take a break here, right. uh, but uh, thank you, Jake. Uh, what you have a website or anything? Yeah, yeah, you have a you have a cause. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, well, Even if your own cause is your own cause. Exactly. Well, I, yeah. I, uh, when I was last on the show, I was two months cancer-free, and now I'm a, a year cancer-free. And uh, By the way, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, thank, you. thank you. And we're, uh, we're still paying off the treatments yeah. that um, oh, boy. saved my life. So we're, uh, we're tens of thousands of dollars in debt. And if you go to jakeblack.com, um, we have a lot of auctions like Geek auctions yeah like like there's one that would excite carrie that's it's all those uh dc superpowers characters yeah, yeah. i've got a lot of dc superpowers like figures. all on card on on the card nice yeah, i got we'll, 17 we'll figures I'll, I'll get a doll for you at auction one of our customers oh yeah that'd so be great we'll do something for yeah. you um i think that auction ends before this airs though oh, but oh well, we'll do a new one yeah. Yeah. go to your website yeah, yeah. just go to jakeblack.com and there's stuff on consignment at dr volts there is stuff for on you too mm-hmm. and all right. Simon and Dr. Bolt as well. So, uh, thanks, we'll, guys. We're going to take a break. Thank you, Jake. Uh, after these, these messages, we'll be right back. All right. Are you ready to enter to win the LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision? Here's what you got to do. Go to hoopsvision.com. That's H-O-O-P-E-S vision.com. Submit your video about why you love LASIK and, and, and all of that great stuff and why you want it. If you already have had LASIK, you can enter as well. They'll give you a prize package. So enter. You can call them, 877-30-LASIK. That's 877-305, excuse me, 2745. Or you can click on x96.com. We've got a link there. And at geekshowpodcast.com, we've got a link there for Hoops Vision Correction. The Give Me LASIK Contest. Hurry and enter now. Are you looking for a career change or a stable company to work for? Are you the person everyone calls when their computer or internet has problems? Teleperformance continues to grow, and they want you to join their brand new technical support project. They're hiring technical gurus to take inbound technical support calls from one of the largest internet providers in the nation. Because this is a new project, there are several career advancement opportunities. The Salt Lake City location is newly remodeled with two on-site delis for your convenience. Teleperformance offers health benefits after 30 days of employment and employee discounts from their numerous well-known clients. They also offer many worldwide career opportunities and a casual work environment. Both Salt Lake City and Linden locations are hiring now. Apply today. TeleperformanceUSA.com. Join Teleperformance, the number one worldwide leader in customer service solutions and still going strong. Don't wait any longer to start your career. Apply today. TeleperformanceUSA.com. And we're uh, stuck in the back room at Dr. Volt's Comics. But, we're free! Uh, but this is why we're here. We wanted to uh, get these guys on the show. Jeff Parker and Gabriel Hardman. The new creative directors of PBS relaunch of 321 Contest. No. Could be great. Yes. Uh, we're very excited. <laughs> it's the reason. <laughs> what? 
Uh, these guys are uh, are going to be the uh, new creative team on the Hulk. What? So cool. excited. Marvel Comics. Wait, wait, wait. Are these? Uh, is it Jeff Ryder? Parker, Agent of Atlas, Jeff Parker? Yes. yes. Oh, our I love favorite comic. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And, 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 and Hartman. Yes, both of them. I, I, am I on? Yes, Agents, you are. Agents of Atlas was one of the things that that got me through August. <laughs> that was that was kind of our plan. We, we knew you. August was going to be bad. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. If you guys hadn't been there for me, I I, I would have been sad. Cool. We're we're just uh, we're we're kind of sad that Atlas yeah. is going away. I'm not yeah, so kind of. Yeah, let me let me get your mic on over Let's there. Get your sir. mic a little closer, Gabriel. Ah, so, so cool. Uh, we can hear you, uh, because I mean, how do you lose with with a team like this? You've got Gorilla Man, and I need to ask you about M11. I have a question about that. Okay, uh, the human robot. Love, well, okay, I'll just ask now. I love that he likes to fry Wolverine all the time. The human yeah. robot. I never found out what that <laughs> It's because part. young Stan Lee couldn't remember the term android when he wrote that story. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that I, I'm it? fairly certain that's what it was. God damn it. They called him the human a human robot. You read the you read the backstory in the in the trade, didn't you? Yeah. No, I didn't actually. Yeah, I mean, if you get oh, the hard cuz I bought the, the issues, you know? If you get the hardbound, you get the backup stories from the from oh. the 50s and 60s. So yeah, so I, I bought the issues. I believe they even called the title I robot like <laughs> it's really? not really okay i've got the, an idea for a robot it was a small yeah. case oh, that's a good stanley oh, who's you. isaac asimov <laughs> <laughs> he's a hack is what he is uh, but yeah we're sad about that but we're also excited about the hulk good hulk thank on. you the hulk's my favorite damn superhero I like the Hulk issue. It's is short. It's easy to say. Yeah. There's no. There's no downside. That's may, right. Maybe you've heard of it, Hulk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what? Uh, what can you tell us? Uh, well, when do you? When? When does no, your? No, wait. First of all, I've got oh, some more questions. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, first of all, to the listening public, we we've talked about the, your comic over and over and over again, just saying how goddamn good it is. Mm-hmm. It's literally that. And good. I would like to apologize because apparently uh, we just didn't. Yeah, they thought we were pull. Were you on the air when you said this? Yeah. Yes. No. I mean, like I we <laughs> we love we've pimped Atlas so many times. Yeah. It's, I uh, I've been known to actually shake people in stores and just scream <laughs> Agents of Atlas at them. And it's frustrating. This is a strange period in comics where people are really conservative and only want what they grew up with, uh, and I I don't understand it because that's not the way I've ever been and. Yeah. Uh, you know, we tried to trick them by using old characters they didn't actually read as kids. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember this. But, no, I, I, I remember strange. I've always thought though, Atlas would be the one where if you if you were ever able to convince the mainstream public to look at things, they would relate to it better than a lot of the other stuff. Oh, I agree. Yeah, exactly. I think that Atlas is actually more accessible than a lot of a lot of things oh, that yeah. are considered mainstream comics. Yeah. You know, because of the the talking gorilla. I was going to say you got everything. You got the, the you got the spaceman-ish you know, sort of thing. You know? Sea anemone sex. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's got it all. Best. Yeah. You know, I, I, I know mean, I can relate. It's to easy that. to sum up. You got talking gorilla, right? Uh-huh. Okay, easy. Robot. Robot. Death Ray Eyes. Always. Spaceman. Yeah. With the spaceship. Yeah. Kung Fu Master. Uh, hot Merchick. Lady, Lady Aquaman. Yeah. That's, uh, and, oh, and half-naked red-haired chick. And they're a team. Yeah. And, and a goddess, yeah. And, and a goddess. And Kung Fu Master. Yeah. If that doesn't work, we're all going to hell soon. because Clearly. Coming I really hell. thought it was pretty much loading the deck. I thought this <laughs> win. I don't know. I don't well, know. Anyway. And um. you can't... And what's What sucks is like you can't be like, well, Marvel didn't give it a chance. They did. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, 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 they let it, it exist, which is uh, mm-hmm. you know that's that's a lot these days in the tight 
budget right market. well and then there were the mini crossovers in the in the different I wonder, to, to be fair uh, you didn't see our characters appear in those books you yes. saw their oh. characters appear in our books. right exactly it kind of kind of has to go the other way for that to really kind of catch on right i wonder if dorks in 30 years are going to be looking back on agents of atlas with the same fondness that shannon and i look back on rom space night <laughs> i think so well, yeah, actually well, i do think so i mean i think that it's uh you know it, it'll be the is it going to cool be one of those book you know yeah. it'll be the book that uh this will be yeah, the velvet underground like, album exactly well seriously the number of people that i sold on the very first issue of agents of atlas in that part where m11 picks up gorilla man <laughs> who's firing machine guns with his uh, arm Arms and his and legs. Yeah. We so badly. <laughs> that was so, it for me. We so yeah. badly want T-shirts with that on it. By the way, it's, <laughs> it's a seminal moment. Well, we're going to continue to push the book then. Well, we'll push. I'd we'll say we'll push we Hulk. Hey, there'll still be trades. Yeah, still you know, ten, ten years from now, it could be the best-selling comic in the world because of God, us. I hope. So. I just hope they show up in your Hulk comic. Actually, they show up right away in 25. You yeah. see them on a double-page spread. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, actually, what is your first issue on Hulk? 20, yeah. Next 25. week, 25. Next oh. week, 25. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to be picking up Hulk now. So what can you tell us about uh, your your vision, your direction? What are you going to do with it? Our, it's, 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 it's weird because now we're switching with the entire same creative team. we got Betty Breitweister coloring and uh, Ed Dukesher, the Duke, uh, lettering. And same editors, and but now we're all switching to this tiny cast. Like r- really, there's only four people in a book at almost any time for the first few issues, uh, which I kind of like. It's like a little Bertolt Brecht play. Um, <laughs> look that's up. what the kids love, <laughs> right? Oh, they're yeah, they're, they're, huge. they're totally yeah. into that. Yeah. Um, but what, where we're picking up is General Ross, the man who has hunted Hulk his whole adult life, practically. Uh, you know, got too close to the fire and became a Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, really got the power he kind of always secretly wanted and uh hulk beat him up and tricked him Mm -hmm. and uh you know he beat him on both levels and uh he he made him kill himself publicly uh, as general ross so uh you know he got his military funeral with honors and all all the stuff that you know the kind of man he is really wanted uh, that that all that whole life is dead to him because if he comes back, he busted into the White House too. So if he came back, he would be court-martialed mm-hmm. as General Ross. He's stuck as Red Hulk, and um, and right. now he's kind of just you know he's he's like a lot of military careerists who once they're done with their service, you know, that what do you do? You've I've had this whole mission-centric life where I've, everything's very regimented and orderly, and now I can do whatever I want to, and I have no idea. And and this is where Bruce. Uh, ostensibly, under the suggestion of uh, Betty, uh, steps in and kind of gives him a direction. He brings Steve Rogers into the whole thing and says, look, uh, there's actually a whole bunch of horrible stuff going down. Uh, you could you could take on these secret missions, and you're a Hulk still. So, you know, this is perfect for you. And he's glad to do that. It's either that or sit in a cell. So, uh, so he's serving in the military, and he's Thunderbolt. He's kind of like the Thunderbolts, but just without an S. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be Thunderbolt. And one guy. Thunder he's Hulk. one guy. He's, he's the Thunderbolt. So, Ross. so is, is the Hulk going? Your comics is gonna focus on the Red Hulk. Or it does, the Green but, Hulk? but but regular Hulk is also in it. Okay. Is it Smart Hulk or Dumb Hulk? Wait, huh? Is the Green Hulk smart now, or is he? He is smartish. Smartish. smart-ish. Yeah, okay. he's uh 
He's still mostly himself, but acts very hulky and gets mad and stomps things a lot. I honestly have not read a Hulk since uh, Peter David, so it's been a long time for it's me. It's been I a while. I, I have no well, idea what Hulk is doing right now. I, well, I read I, those six issues uh, John Byrne did in, like, 1986. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought... And I, I really like those. Yeah. And, in fact, I uh, you may remember I referenced that in the Atlas versus. Oh really? Uh, Avengers. Oh, I don't. That one that. page where everybody piles on the Hulk. Oh yeah. Because I always like that whole thing where the Avengers all just go blasting away at the Hulk, <laughs> right, and Hulk's right. there taking it. It's like, yeah, let's have the Avengers and Atlas and everybody just laying into him. <laughs> I would like you to promise me that the uh, Hulk never gets choked out by a snake. What? Uh, I remember Joe you, Casey did that, and that's remember so that's when I stopped reading Hulk comics for a while. He's been so mad about this for decades now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure now I can't talk to Joe now that you tell me that. Seriously, he fought the uh, what is it, the Circus of Doom the or circus whatever of the crime, the Circus, circus of Crime, crime. Yeah. and the Snake Dude set his snake, snake chick, snake Princess chick. Python, uh, yeah, sets his <laughs> python on the Hulk. You know, right. 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 I love it. I love it. And the python chokes out the Hulk. I was. I actually stopped reading Hulk comics. That's the only time I was just like, "Fuck this, I'm done." There had to be something else going no. on. No, no, there was a psychic I scream. I kid you not. But wouldn't it be awesome if we did the exact same thing again? You know? Again, a powered python. Seriously, dude, I will give you twenty bucks if you guys do it, that. Oh, you know, his head Jack will explode. Have you, oh, okay, do it, and then just like this is dedicated to Shannon Burns, <laughs> and, and I, who I just really, committed you, suicide. You realize these are internet snake dollars, chunk. so you can't spend them much. Just call the snake Shannon; it'll be great. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, and, and I just had an idea for Gorilla Man versus. The circus of crime, but that's that's got my head oh, exploding right now. Especially, because he could be <laughs> undercover. Nose, you know? Especially if he's undercover. Yeah, yeah. he's wearing like Ben Grimm's undercover outfit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, th- did you guys growing up ever think that you know, God, they've just they've just given you the Hulk? Here, go play. Strangely, that was the first job we did together. Really? Yeah, you know, we did Frankenstein monster and the Hulk. Yeah, a monster, oh, monster size that. Hulk. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I, I love drawing the the seventies Frankenstein with the furry vest. Oh, that was, <laughs> oh, that was you guys. You I'm did. Always yeah. trying to find that Jack Davis post wall size poster, and I, I, yeah, right. I loved that. I remember going around telling people they needed to get that one. Yeah, you guys yeah. did some no, amazing. I, work I really on enjoy that. drawing that. I mean, it's and that's you know that's it's more up my alley, sort of moody stuff, but fun. You know, I mean. That, and furry vest. That was just... It had dwarves <laughs> in it, too. And dwarves. and dwarves, that's right. What? The Henny Youngman dwarf was in there. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is this still available in Oh, it's, it's I probably now. I've, I've, saw, I've signed a few today. I saw a few in, yeah. in here. Wow. Right, and uh, your, uh, your uh, Thunderbolts? Yes. I'm, I'm reading. I love it. Thank you. So Which good. is just great. And uh, for those who don't know what that is, is it's... Uh, it, you got Luke Cage... Who you know, Captain America, Steve Rogers has said, "I I need you to take these supervillains." Steve and- Rogers has no problem obligating everybody in the world. <laughs> no, she does. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the like captain of the he guilt does. trip. He really is. He's I your mean, mother, he's, Captain. Uh, your mother. He's I Team didn't America. Fight, you I didn't know, fight no WW two for you guys to let the Thunderbolts run around. He's he, yeah. yeah, he's feel bad. He's like, Luke, come on, it. I'll be your best friend. So no one can turn him down ever. So he puts Luke Cage in charge of all of these supervillains, and and including the guy who allegedly killed Captain America. Crossbones is also cool, uh, and this has been a very interesting uh, comic. I've just been fascinated by it, and I'm glad you, I'm glad that Luke Cage is getting a little bit more. And to do. I love Great that, character, and I love that Man Thing's in it. Everybody I loves Man Thing. I love Man Thing. 
which is a character I never really understood. He's or re- needed a team book. I <laughs> if you need, if you I need to he under- needed to be on a big team. If you need to point. understand Man Thing, go back to the uh, issue of X Men where Cyclops wanders off after Jean Grey dies, and, and he has to fight Man Thing in the swamp. That'll explain. Why do I get the feeling that you guys sat in a back room somewhere and went, "Oh yeah, and put Man Thing in," there. you know, just <laughs> just as a joke, just to see? You no, know, Bill Roseman uh, called me and said, "What about Man Thing?" What, what do you mean? And it's like uh, they said they said we could use Man Thing. Uh, okay, I'll make I'll make it happen. But that's it's such amazing. a I was like, you know, I was like it's such a good this use for him. Uh, no, I had actually been planning on doing something with him for a long time. It, that wasn't the place I was thinking of it. But then I started to think about it. I went, wait, I've got an idea. And then that's how the whole Hank Pym uh, using him as the transport came about. Oh, it's that's so good. That's what? a great yes. oh, yeah, he. Yeah, you got to read the book. Okay, yeah. it's so good. Seriously, Man Thing ha- helps them. He's their teleportation teleport. dude. He's he's the Quinjet. This is awesome. Yeah, it's so good. And then, like, just the defenses around the island and stuff. I just love it. The, yeah. the, the, the jellyfish and the... Oh, it's so good. Well, and I love that you just, I love that you killed a guy with a spork in this last episode. That was just awesome. He, did you hear that? He called it an episode. episode. I do. I call it's, them episodes. It's yeah, terrible. I kind of think of it that he way. Also, he and, also hand sews puppets and reenacts all his favorite comics. And, and, so. the, cool. and that there's apparently a cannibal on the team. Yeah. <laughs> She's not really on the team. She's just uh, kind of... She's. They found her. Yeah. yeah, on an island. They're always finding <laughs> troll kids. All the troll kids. I haven't read the news. <laughs> you got to read them. So funny. You got to read like... them. It, it, it's a it's a mind blower what these guys do with it. Uh, now I want to I want to talk about because we interviewed Matt Fraction a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, before he was Matt Fraction, before he became a rock star. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, so apparently we're going to rub off, and you guys are going to be superstars. Right. It'll happen. <laughs> yeah. it, we I have that effect. for that touch. Good. And uh, w- when we talked to him, we asked him. You know, that was when he said, "I really want to write Thor and all that." Uh, but he talked about these uh, Marvel. Uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? These these retreats. Pogs. Yeah. Oh, uh, pogs. <laughs> yeah. The, these these creative does he just love the pogs? I, I, I didn't know that's something he's really into. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, maybe, you, you haven't heard that about Matt Fraction. I didn't know. He's, he's oh big in the pogs. God. He's a very fat. Love pogs. Everyone listening. Everyone talks about. This Everybody starts sending Matt Fraction pogs. People get drunk. <laughs> then that that's all they talk. That about. explains yeah. so much. That is Thomas J. I know with hero clicks he always taking much pogs. Would that be hilarious if like because like over forty thousand people listen to this? Yeah. Start sending Matt Fraction pogs. Pog fraction. And he just, any, he'll just be like, pog. He doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, and and don't, don't even explain yeah. it to him. My yeah. little pony. <laughs> the tick. Just start sending yeah. it. You no, don't no. have to explain oh, it to him. He's the have, one who's into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I still have exactly. a bunch of next generation pogs that came with my playmate Star Trek figures. There you go. Yeah. I, I He's going to get so many Wesley Crusher pogs. <laughs> I found a collection Let's of my make this happen. of my pogs. Let's make this happen. Start sending your pogs to Matt Fraction. Can we just mail them to Marvel? We just mail them to Marvel in New York. Marvel, yeah. Matt Fraction. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to Geek Show and you listen and you and you have us friended on Facebook, please make that your Facebook status. Just say, please send Matt Fraction your pogs, <laughs> and, pogs <laughs> and post the New York address for Marvel. We want this. We want I, this to I, be well, and, and and we're going to continue to do it's it. Five one five at Fifth Avenue. Yeah, and, and he's and we're going to continue. <laughs> we're going to continue to do it until he comes back on the show and we can interview him. Yeah. And he can beg us to say, please stop sending. I, God for, damn it! What's with all the pogs? And and here's how we're going to do it. When he comes on, he's going to fight my all Wolverine Hero Clicks army. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so okay. it, but he talked about these Marvel creative retreats mm-hmm. where everybody goes away for a couple of weeks and and that's where like naked. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> Read into that what you will. <laughs> Brubaker, put your clothes back on, for God's sake. Uh, and and this is where these uh, big story arcs are kind of created and fleshed out. 
Uh, were, have you guys been involved in? in I've any of only those? been so far to a Hulk retreat. A Hulk retreat. Yeah. God, that sounds like the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah can a, I come next time? It was some pretty good food. Is it catered? And try to get one another one of those going again. <laughs> well, well, Green yeah. eggs and no, Don't get excited. It was at a Holiday Inn. Yeah, it's I don't care. Be, be, yeah. Because Jeff's involvement with Hulk actually goes back farther than just. I've actually out of the Hulk been the book. the yeah. Uh, yeah the cleanup batter Hulk guy for a while or whatever. Everybody forgets this, but I they occasionally bring me in when they get stuck. <laughs> And well, yeah, there they are again. Get Parker on there to fix the, it. The, the world, world, world War Hulk's stuff. You've been involved with the one shots and that. Yeah, the, and, and those the, were the great. Minis and all that. I right. loved that storyline. I loved World War Hulk and Planet Hulk. They were all great. This is such a, a great character, and and it's I'm I'm happy that you guys are are taking care of this character. Because I, you know, in the wrong hands, this this like could go. He gets wrong. choked out by a snake. He gets choked out by or a snake. Remember <laughs> when J.M.J. Bullock was writing Hulk in the late '80s? That was really embarrassing. Yeah, things were really the... too close for comfort. Oh, you make things <laughs> up. Stop terrible. it! Stop it! Uh, well, uh, <laughs> this is this is very cool, and we're glad that you're here in Salt Lake, both of you. Well, thank you, we're big yeah, fans. You. Are you uh, enjoying that uh, Utah beer? beer? It's three. Oh, is that what this is? It's yeah, three point two percent. Yeah. So you can have it for breakfast. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, there, there's there's very few percentages. I was going to whisper in this. Do you think Bud Light is a Utah beer, Gabe? What elevation are you guys used to, though? What's that? What elevation are you used to? We're sea they're level. from Oregon. Sea right? level. Oh, you're I'm, sea level. I'm from Los Angeles. I'm always okay. at sea yeah. level. And yeah, see, part. I moved here from Oregon two years ago, and, mm-hmm. and I had a Utah beer thinking, oh, this is going to be fine. I was fucked up two beers later. <laughs> the lack of oxygen up here, I'll just screw you. Oh, okay. I look forward to that. Yeah, yeah have fun. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. The sketches are going to get very interesting <laughs> later. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you guys a favor? Yes. Well, you well. can ask. I, I, well, <laughs> would you please draw me running away from the Hulk? Like a big battle? Could you put me in? Like I'm running away, going what? shit. Like but a, but you like should a be wearing jam piece or something. We, 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 we always have uh, incidental victims. So yeah, yeah. if you want to. Oh, send... I would love to be an incidental victim. Yeah, in just... Oh, you want to be in the book. Yeah, in the well, book. But there <laughs> aren't other characters oh, okay. in the book. Yeah, there's only thought... there's only Hulk. And then <laughs> I mean, we only ever have two, two people at a there's, time. There's uh, yeah. Steve Rogers in his goofy costume and Bruce Banner. And uh, yeah, Bruce Banner. Just that's it. But when there's a big fight and people are running away, I would like to be one of those people. No, look. Why don't you get him to draw a picture of the Hulk chasing you? But you've got those foam Hulk fists on. But you're running away. I want to. I'm in the comic so I can frame it. Well, and then someday. I can die happy. Well, we, we could talk. That's that. all it's going to take. We'll just have yeah. you with the headphones on, too. Um, yeah. So you know it's you. <laughs> but, <laughs> by, the, by the way, Gabe had something come out in the last couple of weeks that, that I picked up and really liked. And What's that up? was your story in Weird War Tales. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed drawing. Oh, yeah. Uh, some uh, dinosaur eating Nazi action. What? Yes. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> pick it up. It. Uh, Are you a Jeremiah? <laughs> Jeremiah is going to go get it for us. Anything here it's about so good. Is good. Yeah, yeah, particularly when it's dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. <laughs> I mean, I, Are there cowboys? I also like that you drew a, a, a Carnotaurus. What is the, the one with the two horns? Yes, I think that's what that's called. Are there uh, cowboys riding yeah. these dinosaurs? Uh, no, <laughs> oh, but uh, no, it's mind. a sort of. Um, here we go. Uh, is this the one? It's yeah. like a, it's just a little eight-page story. It's, some, it's a it's a fluffy little story, but uh, but I had fun drawing. What it. is this DC? I've not heard of the uh, DC. What is that? Shut up! <laughs> yeah, but, it's, uh, it's, it, it's worth picking up. There's a Darwin Cook story yeah, in it Darwin too. Yeah, Darwin Cook story is the this first thing. Digital chick is hot. Uh, <laughs> is that Private Parker sees Thunder Lizard? Yes, Private yes. Parker. <laughs> Private you guys Parker. are doing like my relatives, where you open up, look at the ads. What's this? That has nothing to do with the that story. Means, Please that stop means looking the advertising at that. works. Yeah. <laughs> but these. Uh, oh, these, what's this person saying? These pictures are colored really. Where does this Dexter come in? It's the last story. I think this is this is some great stuff. I I love this. Yeah, this I mean, is I won't good be work. doing anything more for DC for the next year because I have a Marvel exclusive now. When, but, when did um, comic books get so full of ads? 
<laughs> it's seriously they, so well, do you guys actually read nice, comics? Do you yeah, know, sure. Okay. I'm, 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 yeah, some people They're actually kidding. do read comics. I'm unfortunately such a trade guy now. I'd love to draw more stuff like that. I mean, I feel like, you know drawing regular looking people and you know soldiers and dinosaurs beautiful and stuff. work it's, i mean that's that's what i do best everything else is me kind of adapting to draw superheroes so the capes yeah. are to pay the bills and this is uh this is what you'd really like to do huh? well i don't know about that but i mean uh but you'll, just as far as drawing freelance stuff you, i'm just you, more comfortable drawing you'll be okay you know, when they get people. to a monster island though in a couple of issues <gasps> what what uh, seriously oh, don't, don't even yes. seriously <gasps> <laughs> Jeff's yes. just trying to get me Spoilers. to not bail on the book. You guys, I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. Are you, are you guys they do take, go to Monster Island. Are you really? going to take Hulk to the Savage Land after that? Uh, only I, I think there's a moratorium on Savage Land. I can't, oh, I gotta, oh, yeah, I gotta find out. Yeah, because Craven's in there now, right? No. They turned, Craven's yeah. in there craving it up. They, really? yeah, he's got uh, Craven. Yeah. He's got his family running around. I thought they, Craven was dead. Uh, well, he was. He, like, he oh. died in he 1988 died. or something. He all these comics. And now he's alive and he can't die and he's pissed, which is something I don't Craven's first hunt. Next you're going to tell me... Punisher isn't Frankenstein anymore. Is he He's not going to be Don't worry, anymore. though. Bucky stayed dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, I know for a fact that didn't happen. Stay down. Uh, well, listen, thanks uh, Thanks for being here, you guys. We love your work. Uh, Jeff Parker, Gabriel Hardman, and uh, you, just... You, you know, guys smell like what? victory. Don't give Shannon your email or telephone numbers because I'm, I can't... Seriously? What? What? People shouldn't forget to tweet that at Fraction yes. as well. Yeah. I couldn't hear... Um, anything, oh, no, she was so. just saying that some people are already telling uh, their Facebook friends to send pogs to Matt Fraction. Pogs and, and and it's already started. Hey, make, make, make your masses follow us on Twitter, too, will you? Yeah. Oh, I'll sure. you on Twitter. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Done. Uh, I'm just Jeff Parker yeah. on Twitter, and he's and Gabriel Hardman. Gabriel Hardman? There's an at at the beginning? Not even a... <laughs> the kids, the kids <laughs> make Every, you do Everybody that. knows there's an ad. No, I just... In case you're not clear. No, there's no <laughs> yes, underscore. Oh, no, there's Twitter thing. Wait a minute. Hardman. Does this guy also have to say www. No, dot? Yeah, yes, every whoa. time. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa. Slash, slash. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you guys going to make exclusive pogs of yourselves to send a Matt Fraction? Yes. I think so. Frankly, I'm not entirely clear what a pog is, but it's I've gone little, along with this. It's a little one. cardboard no. disc. Jeremiah, would you get the man a pog, please? I remember the early Pog me. You're doing better than me. But before I forget, pick up what these guys do and find those issues of Atlas and Agents yes. of Atlas. And I know it's not Marvel, but something that Jeff did for Wildstorm called Mysterious the Unfathomable. Yes, do yes. that. Yeah, oh, that, that was good. That was good. It's We're hoping to do another. Really? Some Tom Fowler art. Yeah, Fowler's incredible. Uh, oh, now, now, now that you guys, well, of course, Marvel is not just comic books anymore. It's uh, the big old uh, entertainment giant. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you guys going to be adapting help? Night on Bald Mountain? You bet. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've worked on a lot of movies. I mean, that's that's my yeah, been my primary back, career. Right. Um, I've not worked on the Marvel movies for probably reasons I shouldn't say on this podcast. <gasps> uh, but uh, <laughs> whoa, okay, we're gonna slept with someone. Yeah, yeah, Give him four Bobby more beers. Four but, more um, beers. He's very passionate, though. He's very passionate. But yeah, I mean, I've I've worked on a lot of superhero movies and stuff, though. I mean, and I wish him well with with their. Their movies. Well, you they're, don't you don't think they're you don't think they're going to ask you to, uh, to kind of weigh in maybe on the Avengers or anything like that. Uh, well, with the know, Hulk, maybe, maybe I mean, Parker. 
I don't know. <laughs> now, if this, if this comic book thing doesn't work out, we have some sci-fi originals we want to we want to pitch, yes. and we need no. some real writers and designers. So, yeah. if you guys are ready to work on the Mandalabra, <laughs> yes, uh, we, or or or, wow. te- or Terror Dactyl. Yeah. What about uh, Mansquito Three? Oh, uh, no, Mansquito. Uh, I think no. I think Mansquito's. Uh, I don't it's think done. it's done. It's, it's done. Really? It's done. I don't think right. doing Man- Mansquito in the hood. <laughs> That's all I was interested. in. Uh, mansquito <laughs> in the hood was really cliche. <laughs> mansquito in the hood. Mansquito in space. Yeah, when he went to space, it just got awkward. <laughs> hovering around that light. You by couldn't the even hear the buzz anymore because there's no um, sound up there. Lee's been trying to pitch a sci-fi movie, Mandalabra, the Living Candelabra, yeah, for a long it's, time. It's, it's, a, just, it's a dream. I'm well, hoping. Maybe, maybe they could draw. I'm hoping Christopher it. Lee will play the Mandalabra. <laughs> the expression on his face says no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, Gabriel, I'm afraid is not. You know, draw everybody that for I pitch this to just looks at me like I'm on crack. Well, but your heart says yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's an anthology series where, <laughs> right. where the, the Mandalabra. Tells a story, you know, right. like the Crypt Keeper, because he's seen everything. The same. Oh it was God. a dark and stormy night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. And, uh, I, I love anthologies that are hosted by someone. Yeah, right. I like just Freddy's like nightmares. Yeah, <laughs> Freddy's nightmares. Oh Christ! <laughs> they show that on Chiller. It's I know just terrible. Do. Didn't That's... Leprechaun host some stuff too? <laughs> the Leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> I love that he doesn't have a name anymore. Just, All right. There was a leprechaun out there. Eat what is a cereal of terror. <laughs> and just host things. And, mis- and Mr. I Parker. I'm sure would be watching these horror films. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to apologize again. I really wanted to get you guys to sign my hulky pokey. Uh, yeah, that's what he calls you his You made dick. that up. No, it, no oh, it's seriously. a little toy. Oh, maybe Charity, Charity really needs to run and grab it's, it it's as an fast odd, as possible. It, it, She's a liberated woman. Do not waste any time going after this thing that doesn't exist. No, it's. we can look it up on the internet. <laughs> and the it sings a song and goes, dude. Who am I? I'm the incredible Hulk. And he dances. <laughs> and he does the hokey pokey. Put well, like, a, right. like a Billy Bass sort of thing yeah. or something? It's amazing. <laughs> Like a dance, it. like yeah. a dancing Elmo kind of. Toy. And then he yeah, laughs like a It's like a kid. dancing Elmo. It's like when they were making all those kid toys. You realize Teddy Ruxpin. Sort of? You, you, yeah, are, you sort are talking of. to a guy who spent four hours looking for the construction worker Hulk figure that the yeah. Uh, yeah. little. I seriously made. have like five thousand pieces of Hulk stuff at my house. Like, all right, listen. If you can make the Hulky Pokey uh, actual <laughs> recurring character in the book, you should check that out. Okay. Or just banner holding, going, yeah, "What in yeah. the fuck is this?" It's the fifth character in your whole Bertolt Brecht setup. Yeah, exactly. Here you go. Hulky pokey. Except make it the red Hulky. Oh, pokey. and get the Hulk to wear a condom. Whoa. What? Uh, that guy's got he's so he's got so many kids now. He's got an alternate universe daughter, and he's got he's, oh yeah, he's got Scar. Scar. I and created got that alternate that, universe daughter. Yeah. Well, but he's got, I didn't know she was going to come back. Though. And we know, in the, we know, <laughs> in the, and we know in the future from Old Man Logan that his kids are just fucked up the whole West yeah. Coast. Little hillbilly so. Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but no, so he, there's but, but there's the Savage She-Hulk. There's uh, Scar, and then there's the other guy on the well the, pro- on the planet. So you would want you would think of vasectomy, but if you do it as Banner, it grow back, right? right? So and you couldn't find a scalpel sharp enough to. Hulk's like the James Brown of yeah, Marvel he'll, 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 yeah. I, I couldn't. I couldn't want to think about this any less. Well, <laughs> well you may you may be called upon to draw it, sir. Yeah. So you better start. You know. Yeah, I made Mitch Breitweister draw that one that uh, creates uh, Lyra. So yeah. there you go. All right. I didn't even give her a name because I didn't think they were going to bring her back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was a good story. Fred I was Lenty just... had, had to finally name her. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so but he does have a lot of kids all of a sudden. You have to admit that. Hulk's got like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's got like well, four kids now. Well, maybe the snake could choke off his... Well, all right. Let's move along. <laughs> when you when you see the snake kill the Hulk, know that it's because of uh, Geek Show Podcast. Thanks, you guys, for coming in. Appreciate Thank you. It. Thank you. Hope Utah is good to you. Get out there and meet your fans. They're, up, they're getting impatient now. 
So. They ate our pizza. Did they? Oh, we got some more. Yeah, yeah okay. there's some cheese pizza. All right. Uh, let's let's end this, sir. Oh, uh, Hulk more ham. All right. Thank you.